when it comes to spiritual maturity, spiritual maturity is when somebody is attacking you with their words and you can still love them. You can still forgive them. I believe that's real sign of spiritual maturity, that your first response isn't to slander them. Your first response isn't to, you know, th throw stones right back. Your first response is prayer, compassion, understanding their perspective. Now, I just had this one person tell me like, man, you're pr that's what you just shared was prideful because of this or that. And we had this, we had this guy conversation going back and forth on comment sections. Comment sections sometimes are just kind of like, I stopped looking at a lot of the comments because it's, it's not great, especially when you talk about ideologies about the Bible. And I was defending saying, Hey, I did not say that I did not, I'm, I do not, uh, I do not submit to the enemy's agenda, but so for you to tell me that and, and say, I do, it's, 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 I, I, and this is another brother in Christ. I said, it's toxic. And then they said, well, that's a prideful comment to call me out like that. Like it's toxic. It's like, no, you post publicly. I'm going to reply, reply publicly because people think that they can just ramp, run around in the body of Christ. The reason why I'm sharing this is because there's a time to know how to defend God's name using biblical wisdom and being spiritual mature. But then there's another time where it's like, I know this person's a hater and an enemy. So I'm not going to I'm not going to debate. That's that's probably the, the 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 most simplest way I can say it. So instead, my first response isn't saying you're a meaty, you're going to you know you're going to hell anyways because you ain't saved. You know, like that's not my first response because I'm called and we're called all to be farmers to plant seeds. We're called to be witnesses of Jesus. We don't save people. We witness the glory of God. We are witnesses of Jesus Christ. All this to say that you know you're growing in your walk with Christ there is like a like there's spiritual maturity when you get to the point where you're not slandering people you're praying for people you're not praying on them you're not p r e y praying on them to try to find evidence to come against them your first response is prayer it's like father i just pray you cover them and you show them the way even in the midst of you kind of being angry because they hurt you cuz words hurt y'all <laughs> Yeah, they hurt. So you just know you're spiritually mature when, like, you're growing in your walk with Christ. When it comes to like spiritual maturity, I got a verse here. Do you want to say anything, Jonathan, about that? Um, I mean, I just wanted to share because I think most most uh, believers struggle with the same thing when, like, right after they accept Christ, they just want to tell everyone like like what you're doing is bad and mm. like they come off judgy and yeah um judgmental and condemning and they um there's actually a, a song that i found earlier today it's called the pharisee and me and that's exactly like how a lot of these abcs ab christians they're they they have a Pharisee in them, and they're just pointing fingers and telling people this and that. But when Jeez. you actually are filled with the Spirit, and you your first response is to pray and um, like forgive them, Father, for they know what they what they're 
they, they don't know what they're doing. So you just ask the Lord for for forgiveness for them because you, you, sh- you need to forgive others in order for the Lord to forgive you. So that, wow. that was my revelation. Wow. You know, and it, it does, that's so good because even like a babe in Christ, like you were saying, like you want to be able to say that's wrong. But in that's wrong is true. It's wrong. But the tone is, it can bring offense. Yeah. And when I hear it, going back to comment sections and like words on like DMs and social, we never know anybody's like true intention because we can't hear the tone. So how we read the words is based on how we think. So if you're dealing with stuff and you read somebody like texting you and they didn't mean that, you can get offended by the way that the words were put together. And baby Christians, we tend, you know, babes in Christ, they tend to, again, come from a place of like, I want God to like save you. But but this is where discipleship needs training in how to be able to be a good steward and to know what is assigned to you. Here's a good example. God did not give you oil for that giant. Like, I think there's some people that have been given oil, but that oil isn't assigned to that giant. David got anointed. This is the reference we're talking about. And after he got anointed, this is where Goliath faced, came up. But it wasn't until David got anointed that Goliath uh, showed up. (laughs) You read scripture, you will not see Goliath until he got anointed. But I think we, we tend to try to face, especially babes in Christ. They tend to try to face everything. Because me, I was on fire. The moment I got uh, baptized in water, dude, I still lived in LA. And I went straight. And how many roommates did I have? One, two, three, four, five. I had five to six roommates. I went straight home and I was on fire. I didn't know the Bible. I didn't even know who Abraham was at that time, right? I, I barely knew about Noah. And I started preaching the fire of God and the Holy Spirit to all my roommates right when I got, got to LA. Now, that was bold but also I had no biblical wisdom to know that is this seed really falling on good ground, good soil? Because these people know me for who I was, my BC life, my before Christ life. And now they're seeing me like this crazy dude talking about Jesus. So I, I, I just think there's wisdom in that. And we all have to go through it. I think we have to go through it to, to really spiritually mature. Now we're a little bit more wiser, a little bit more mature on knowing what to say and when to say it. It's like knowing, having biblical discernment on knowing that, okay, God has marked me and anointed me with oil for this environment, for these people, for this conversation. And it it just all comes with like growing deep in the Lord. Anything on that? I'm going to share this Hebrews 5 verse. Um, Honestly, I think the revelation I got from everything you said was just, you have to go through the fire just like Daniel and once you once you go through that fire you're gonna be on fire for the Lord and uh wow it's good. spreads like being on fire spreads that's good like, that, that that Daniel reference is really good because I think everyone needs to go through fire to get refined yeah because if you're trying to like speak on something that you don't have experience on then it then it kind of I don't know how some people will really believe you or they 
it's just really difficult if mm. like you haven't gone through like certain experiences in your life Jeez. like you know if if uh like especially in in marriage like if you don't go through certain seasons of i guess for example like if you go through a, a season of unfaithfulness and you guys come back together after that certain season like how are you going to minister to other married couples that are going through a season of unfaithfulness wow that kind of shows um this is what i got from what you just said and it's just one statement i can't take people to a place i've never been like you can't lead somebody to to places and spaces that you've never been in yourself the blind leading the blind. Yeah, it is. It's <laughs> and again, what Jesus be calling out, but it's true. And sometimes we tend to ask God, like, Lord, why am I even going through this? Like, I'm a child of God. I don't deserve this. Right. And again, that comes from a nature of like not understanding it from God's perspective and just being fresh in the faith. I've I've heard people that are like, it's so much harder serving God than being in the world. One, that's a lie from the devil. <laughs> And two, it might be harder because it, it reminds me of like, you ever go through like when, when we're fasting and you eat a bunch of fast food the week before you start fasting, that next day, the, ne- the first 24 hours, you're getting headaches, the 48 hours in, tummy aches, things, you feel weak. Why? It's because it's, it's purifying, it's refining, it's, it's, it's pushing out all the impurities from inside to the surface and you're like, cleansing that out that's why it's hard for babes in christ because spiritually they're getting a cleanse wow they're fast (laughs) yeah no they're fasting from the world and they're so used to entertainment they're so used to conversations of brokenness of hurt they're so used to that that the moment that they're they get into an environment where someone's like hey i love you they don't even know how to say I love you back because they've never heard that their whole life. It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I appreciate you, brother. Like we, we got brothers in Christ that can't even say I love you. I was there. Yeah, I was there too. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I'm like, this is kind of weird because culture saying we can't say I love you when it's guy to the guy. Or say God bless you back too. <laughs> oh yeah, God bless you. Yeah. No, I struggle with that after I came back from my wilderness season. Like some people will be telling me, God bless you. I'm like, that is not. <laughs> so I said, even till today, like there's times where like, you know, our brother over here, he's always like, I love you, bro. I love you, bro. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't even say I love you. I go, I appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I appreciate you too, man. Like we can't even say it. Yeah. Right. So Hebrews 5, I just want to read this. For verse 12, for though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again the first principles of the oracles of God. And you have come to need milk and not solid food. For everyone who partakes only of milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. But solid food belongs to those who are full of age, that is, those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. There's so much meat in here, but it talks about the person that is a babe in Christ that is still drinking milk milk that you still got to warm up and it says they're unskilled in the word of righteousness not saying that you're not called for it but there still needs to be development 
Like you can't run until you crawl spiritually. And too many people in the spirit, just like I said, I went straight to my roommates and I'm not saying this is from God or not. I still don't know. I don't know what seeds God planted. I was just on fire for God. I just got baptized and I, I believe I got an encounter with the Holy Spirit and I'm preaching the word to unbelievers. I can't even say preaching the word. All I just said was like, I love Jesus and my experience. I, all I could testify was my experience and my, my testimony. But going in and I was like running in, I felt like I was just running. But the Lord says you're unskilled in, again, this is what Hebrews said, unskilled in the word of righteousness is, is the wording. So I think I was trying to run when I haven't even crawled. I, I didn't even stand. I was just trying to run. That's what some people do in the spirit when they're a babe. It says this in verse 14, but solid food belongs to those who are full of age. That is those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Now you get to the point where you're eating steak, filet mignon and lobster. You're eating solid food in the spirit. And this is where you're starting to exercise the difference between what is good and what is evil. This is spiritual maturity. Spiritual maturity is really discerning the difference between what is good and evil in God's eyes. Because the world can depict something is going to look good. I tell people just because it's good doesn't mean it's God. Good, evil, right, wrong, we tear, go cheap. Like we got to know the difference. So spiritual maturity is key. And the only way to grow is to con continue to consume God's word. And not to just have meals by a teacher that is only handing out milk that is warmed up. Like the revelations, there, there's a balance in diet where, imagine, like if somebody in their 20s, all they did was drink milk. Like imagine if you just drank milk in your 20s, all the way till your 20s. You, you're not going to last. That's how people are in their spiritual walk with God. They don't search. It's I think it's 1 Corinthians chapter 2 where it says, the spirit knows, searches the deep things of God and knows the deep things of God. So it's like there is an active search of understanding the deep things of God. This is opening us up to real spiritual maturity. Yeah. Yeah, like um, what you said or what you preached on, I think it was a couple of weeks ago about, because it, it ties in with like discerning between the good and evil and specifically with opportunities like opportunities may come but it might not be a godly opportunity and if a certain opportunity comes it may come with a, a check but it, it may also come with compromise Ooh, that's and weird. that 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 one hit me really deep because there's been multiple times even after coming back to um simply engaged and the ministry I was offered like other positions, especially going uh, active duty in the military to um, go and pretty much go full time. And it, to me, it's, 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 it sounds good. Like it sounds good to the flesh because of the check, like how much um, of a income increase there, there would be, but then the compromise would be I wouldn't be surrounded by the team. I wouldn't be surrounded by um, everybody that's part of our ministry. I wouldn't be able to be um, pastored or discipled 
because mm-hmm. I I could have got I could get sent anywhere at but here like the chances of staying planted here is pretty low mm-hmm. just yeah. the the needs of of the military wow you know and and this is a good conversation to have first off i just want to share that just because you enlist in the military does not mean it's bad so we're not trying to say that so no, spiritual no, no, no. yeah exactly so <laughs> yeah. spiritual maturity is yeah. is and i always want to play the opposite because people always assume things but i always want to cover all ground people assume that oh well since brother jonathan didn't take active duty in the military uh, for all these different military benefits, but he instead he decided to just follow and do ministry. People would think, oh, well, I guess the military is of the enemy. It's not ev- like God positions people in politics. And I know that's a very sensitive topic. God positions people in, in the military branches, which we really have a lot of military that come in and out. We've been ministering to a lot more uh, of military people. And I believe there's a need for God in the marketplace everywhere. The point of what he's trying to make is discerning my season, my moment, just because that position offers me. And this can go from like, maybe you might be transitioning from the military and you're getting an, uh, a job in like tech. It's, it's paying you double in tech, but the environment is not where God wants you to be. But the check of being able to pay you more is attached with compromise. Spiritual maturity is understanding and knowing really where God wants me. I don't want my will. I want to seek the Father's will because the promise of God is that he will provide all my needs. So, and there's so much meat in what he just shared about like environment. Uh, I also see the, I heard the word opportunity cost. It's like, yeah, it might be a little bit more of a bump in pay and physical benefits, but what about the spiritual benefits? So as people of, of God, we might go from places where, hey, God does want, and again, playing the opposite, you, you're, gonna get, you're gonna get paid double by getting promoted to tech. And God does want you there. If God wants you there, go. Not because you're getting paid double, but because there's spiritual benefits attached to going into that environment. And you might not understand you just know God wants you there. And this is why idolatry is very, very uh, sneaky because we tend to idolize the things that are attached to that environment that is has nothing to do with glorifying God. Oh, it's glorifying God because I'm going to make more money. That might be a way because you're going to be a better steward of your finances, but is it really glorifying God or are you doing this for selfish ambition or gain? Spiritual maturity charity goes so much more deeper than, and that's why we say it's spiritual, not physical maturity. Too many people look at it in the flesh. Like people, they'll look at me and be like, bro, you, you're young. You should go back to high school and do this and that. I'm like, man, I graduated like a decade ago. You know, like, why are you preaching the word? You're so young, whatever. Like, again, they're not listening. They're looking and judging based off natural and physical but never looking at spiritual. And I'm not saying I'm better than any of these people that judge me, but the Bible tells us spirit judges spiritual things. So the moment you start judging from the natural, it becomes what God says, an unrighteous judgment. Yeah, spiritual maturity is, is discern- discernment, by the way, is judging. Discernment 
And discerning is distinguishing. That's another word for it in Greek is to distinguish the difference between what is God and what is not God. So whatever it looks like in the physical, amen, hallelujah. But I don't get confirmation by what it looks like naturally. Is it gonna feed my spirit? Is it gonna grow me spiritually? And again, this is a decision that Jonathan had to make between him and the Lord. Nobody else told him to do this. He has to seek God, just like you. If your pastor's telling you this, great. If it's spiritual counseling and if it's of the spirit, praise God for a pastor that tells you. But you still have to seek God for yourself. That is another sign of spiritual maturity. Is seeking God everything and knowing that not everything I hear, even though I look up to this man or woman of God, it's okay to honor and look up and be inspired by men and women of God. It is not okay to idolize them. So inspired by them versus idolizing them, two totally different things that we need to fix in the body of Christ when it comes to even breaking down spiritual maturity and discernment. I know we, I, went, I, sh I shared a lot there, but I, I really have to share that because there's people that need to see it through God's perspective. They need to take off their glasses that allow them to see in the flesh and put on the spiritual lens. And how do I grow in that? Let's let's share just a couple things as we're kind of closing out on this like maturity part. What are some ways they can grow? I know the first way is God's word. Like just the power of God's word. Like I tell people, if you're not excited to hear and be taught God's word, <laughs> you need deliverance. <laughs> yeah. Just get around other spiritually mature believers as well because mm -hmm. if, if they're on if they're on fire if the people around you are on fire for for god then naturally you're going to be on fire for god too yep yep okay so that's so god's word getting around other believers so that's another way to grow spiritual spiritually mature we already know god's word if you want to know god get in his word if you want to know if this position or this situation is from god i promise you it's in god's word how do we know? His word is alive. It's active, sharper than any two-edged sword. It pierces joints, marrow, soul, and the spirit. And it is a discerner of the intentions of our heart and our thoughts. Okay? God's word. Number two, people, relationships, environments, people that are on fire for God. If you walk with the wise, you'll become wise. <laughs> this is the book of Proverbs. If you walk with fools, you'll become a fool. It comes from that, that saying, if you got four other people right? You're the fifth of the average of them. And whatever, fitness, finances, mindset, goal, whatever goals, desires, you become like them, okay? It usually is. And there's something, not just like what the world is preaching on, but like it's spiritual. And then I think another way to grow spiritually is you, you need to have an active prayer life. You need to, and I'm not telling you to just be praying in King James. <laughs> thou art thou holiest of the of the third, you know, like just just pray like how you talk to anybody else, just mm -hmm. like conversationally. Yeah, because uh, yeah, there's a lot of um, ways that the enemy tries to hold you back from praying, and if there's like a certain way that the enemy is trying to like veil your eyes from how you see prayer, then it you, it's going to be hard to have an active prayer life but when you find find the when you just like just talk to god like you talk to your talk to your dad your mom or your brother or your sister mm -hmm. it's it's a lot yeah. more f easier wow it's a lifestyle yes 
That's why it's called relationship, relationship with God. And Jesus calls us friend, you know, so it's like, it is talking to like your friend, friend, family. Um, and there is a, you know, the simple way to pray is like, you want to acknowledge the father. So you open up father, God, or Abba father, or, you know, thank you, father. And then you start thanking him. So it's opening up, acknowledging you're speaking to the right God, giving him thanks for your situation. Cause there's, there's, there's a million things to thank God. The first thing is like, you're still breathing, right? <laughs> That's a million things right there. And then you just end it in Jesus name. You want to seal that prayer in Jesus name, simple prayer. And yeah, this is ways to grow uh, spiritually mature. Last things as we close out on like this whole like spiritual maturity. That's good. It's really, really good. I think you said before too, like you got to make your mess, your message. And the way that the, another revelation that I got just from like making your mess, your message is make your mess, your ministry as well. That's good. That's actually way better. Your mess to minister to other other believers or people that don't don't even have a relationship with Christ. It's like using using that as your ministry message. I'm taking that one and taking taking souls to the kingdom. I'll take that to heart. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Make your mess your ministry. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it really is. Because the revelation I got from that is. Your mess can either allow you to become a victim or play from a place of victory, knowing that Jesus said it is finished. So you're either going to make your mess messy <laughs> or make your mess your ministry. Making your mess even messier is you playing a victim. Why do you get to do this to me? Why am I going through this, God? It's like you become an, a, an Israelite in the wilderness, uh, straight up complaining anointing. That's what they got, the complaining anointing. And you become the victim. Or you can make your mess your ministry, which you're like, you're not fighting for victory. You're fighting from a place of victory. Again, it mm -hmm. is finished. Knowing the difference, again, is spiritual maturity. And coming from renewing of the mind. Yeah. I pray you guys get simply engaged with this. Well, we appreciate y'all. Uh, thank you so much. You guys can tap in. Hit the sub, hit the like, share this with a friend. If this blessed y'all, we appreciate it. And we'll see you guys in the next pod. We'll see you in the next episode. Be blessed in Jesus' name. Peace. Peace.